Welcome to Boot Up Still Loading. And we're your hosts, Mercedes Bass and Raven Roberts. Welcome to another episode of Booed Up Still Loading. On this episode, Mercedes Raven and our guest host, Roland Lane, will get into the ins and outs of chivalry. Is chivalry an art that is dead or has societal roles changed what it looks like in modern day? So welcome, Roland Lane. He is a film and theater actor in NYC, a great friend and a We Are Foundation ambassador. Welcome, Roland, to Boot Up Still Loading. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) So we start off every episode with a guest, and we ask them, you know, we throw it back to our, like, 90s chat room days, and we ask what your age, sex, and location is, and then also what is your current relationship status? Yes. So age, I am 33. I live in Brooklyn, New York. I am in a relationship. Ow, ow. Ow, Okay. So, Dr. Bass, we need to get into these definitions of chivalry, okay? What is it looking like? What are the technicalities of it? Chivalry is a lot. Um, We're going to start off what the original um, meaning was. is basically uh, associated with medieval knightly system. Um, which was surrounded around like code of ethics, religion, and moral code, um, and then transitioning into the everyday idea of what chivalry is, which is a courteous behavior, especially that of a man towards a woman. One thing that I've noticed about chivalry, it's never woman to man. It's always man towards a woman. And I think it goes back to that medieval um, knightly system where it was like, okay, this is how he's going to show up to possibly win the queen over or the princess or whoever. It's never women to men. And that's what it is in today's day and age. Like I expect a guy to be chivalrous all the time. Even if we're not romantically connected, I show up as a gentleman every single day. That's just the take on it. So is a gentleman then synonymous with being chivalrous? I think so. Like do like, the two go hand in hand? I think it should. Like you can't, you can't, I don't think you can categorize yourself as being a gentleman. Well, they do define, this is a definition for a gentleman. So a gentleman, a chivalrous, courteous, or honorable man, like chivalry is defined is using the definition of being a gentleman. So someone coming up and and categorizing himself as a gentleman, but there's that aspect of chivalry is not there. You're not courteous. That's not who you are, sir. I'm going to need you to get another definition, and I'm going to need you to figure this out. No. <laughs> so, Roland, what is your take on these just, like, very, I'm not even going to say basic, but just, like, these definitions of chivalry and being um, a gentleman? So, um, the, 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 the definition of itself of uh, chivalry just addressing that i think it is when i when i think about chivalry it it is very much having to do with like the times in which we are in and i think it's also of that idea of a man being a gentleman 
and and what that means and being consistent throughout. Okay. Like, don't try to be like, oh, I'm a gentleman here, but I'm not a gentleman in this arena. Then you're not chivalrous. Like, you need to be able to exhibit those characteristics in every single scenario. Now, we all have bad days, you know, mm-hmm. but you want to, for the majority of the time, carry yourself with a certain level of esteem, class, mm-hmm. and grace. Yes. And uh, I think I think one of the, I, I'll make a quick point of it right now, is just mm-hmm. like, I, I always find it funny when I'm in arguments with people or if I get into debates with people and you'll notice the person that, is like flying off the rails. A gentleman would be like, let you have your space and mm-hmm. not try to take over this space or make you seem smaller in the space. Right. They would allow you to hold space. And that's what I feel like being a gentleman amongst all the different definitions is more important about. It's like you are comfortable, you are so comfortable in your space that mm-hmm. you allow others to exist and be themselves and not feel uncomfortable uh in in those spaces no that makes sense i'm with mercedes like i'm definitely that person that wants someone who is going to be a gentleman like through and through Mm -hmm. like of course people have their bad days things happen it is what it is but i realized this with my like cousin's boyfriend like we would all go places he'd open the door for her and then he'd walk in behind her and I would be behind him. Oh, child. And I was just like, <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, this is crazy. Yeah, cause... yeah, yeah. See, like, that's that's the point that I was mentioning. It's like, you, right. it, whatever whatever it is that you're doing to, to be a gentleman, like, be consistent throughout. I used to be caught in that, like, weird situation mm-hmm. where my sister would look at me weird when I'd be, like, stuck at the mall holding the door open for, like, multiple people. It's like... Yo, I'm just the dude that just got stuck doing right. this right now. Like, I'm not all of a sudden going to try to, like, duck in in between. It's like, yo, I'm going to be a gentleman. Just wait, man. Like, what's right. the rush? Exactly. Like, keep cool. Like, mm-hmm. don't fly <laughs> off the rails. Like, it's not that It's not that serious. Like, it's all good. Right. Exactly. And I think that taught me, like, when I saw that, I just saw that if you can be a gentleman to certain people then eventually you can stop being a gentleman to me. Mm. You may get mad at me or you may have like, you know, just get over it and be like, well, I've won her now, so I don't have to do these things. Like if you can pick and choose when you're a gentleman, then that means it's not just like in you and who you are. It's like, okay, well, I have to do this to make sure that like this person feels comfortable, but then eventually it just may go away. So I will add that I do think situations like that become more common when you have women who take on the role of saying oh no you're not going to open a door for her oh why are you pulling out the seat for her this is only something that applies to me but not understanding like you said the full picture like okay if you're not doing these things for other women when is the time going to come when you decide that this is not something that's required in our relationship they don't understand the full picture of no this needs to be his character because it also applies to you in the future exactly yeah. Yeah, it's so necessary. So the Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. we we love us a good Urban Dictionary definition um, because, you know, it can get quite spicy. It talks <laughs> about a gentleman, something that is very rare in today's world, 
a gentleman is a man. Yes, folks, a man. <laughs> okay, this is in the definition. I didn't add this. Um, who will normally open doors for a lady and generally be quite nice and polite. So it goes back to what Roland was saying. Like, you don't have to be, like, a gentleman is not someone who gets, like, run over. Mm-hmm. But you can keep your composure in situations and not be, like, popping off, you know? Exactly. Um, so with that being said, what does chivalry look like for a strong, independent woman? Like we talk about these societal roles and how women have become more independent. Has that changed what a gentleman looks like in society? And is this woman who submitted this definition, is she correct that it is very rare? Well, for me, I would because I thought about this and I was like, you know, Mercedes, like, have you been in a space where you've been open to always receiving chivalrous acts? Like, are is there a time where you sort of closed off? Because I do feel like the energy that you put out is the energy that you receive. Now, being an entrepreneur um, and grinding in my career, I can say that there have been times when I was struggling with bags as a stylist. And a guy may have been like, oh, like, can I help you with this? And I'm like, no, 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 I got this. Because when you are running a business as a woman that is in a field, especially that's male dominated, you feel like you always have to show up that way because then you're going to be seen as weaker. Oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. And that shouldn't be the case. Like you helping me with my bags has nothing to do with my ambition, with my career. So I can say that. In everyday life, I haven't been always open to that. And I feel like that would also translate over into my relationships. Now I'm just walking into doors, not expecting the guy to open the door. Or if he tries to open the door, I'm like, nah, I got it. And it's like, no, 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 no. We need to slow things down and get back into that feminine space and find the balance with being an independent woman, but realizing that the masculine energy is still needed. The masculine energy is still significant. And I think it's significant in being liberated. And also, like, I can help you when you need it. Don't think you got to take this burden alone. So for me, that was a hard lesson to learn. Like, I was like, damn, this is me. Okay. We got to make some adjustments. Roland? I, 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 I try to, when I look at things, I, I try not to be so pragmatic about it. I try to, I try to always not purposely play devil's advocate, but always try to understand um, why someone's point of view may be structured the way that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we need to really look at just what it means to actually be in a relationship first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, there needs to be always a level of curiosity, curiosity and attentiveness Mm -hmm. because you should always stay curious about the individual. That's, that's what will keep things going. Mm-hmm. You, you should always be attentive. And like that attentiveness and that curiosity combined, like it's almost like by accident, you start doing more chivalrous mm-hmm. things. It's like you pay attention to her likes or dislikes, what she needs space when she needs you there. And so all of this time in that space where let's say a woman is starting her own business mm-hmm. and it's something that she wants to do herself. If you are curious and attentive as a man, mm-hmm. you should be able to figure out the, your partner and what they need. And right. that, is a, that is something where I think we, we, get it, we, we, we try to romanticize it to a point of what it looks like. And it's like, keep up the curiosity right. 
and be attentive. Mm-hmm. This isn't like some scientific equation. And I mean, I've seen it happen where you treat your woman a certain way mm-hmm. and have her feel a certain way. Like it get it comes back like tenfold. It does. And so <laughs> and so that's why it's like this whole thing of where we can talk about women to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. It's like I think men on a certain to a to a certain extent really just need to grapple with that yeah it's like women women aren't really asking for a lot i think where both genders get into muddy waters people think they know what they want mm-hmm. and then they see what they want and then it doesn't look like right. what they thought it mm-hmm. would look like and then they start splitting hairs unnecessarily and it's like yo you have a connection mm-hmm. you're curious about this person you want to be attentive about let's make the decision right now let's see if this is going to work yeah, I've been in. I've had my examples of where I've gone into a situation with one foot in, one foot out. Okay, and that's not how you should go into any relationship. Yeah, like men and women need to both check mm-hmm. that. Like before I decide that, like I want to be in a relationship, am I still holding on to something? Right. Am I bringing something into this other relationship? Am I okay with myself? Mm-hmm. That's not to say the what people used to say like i can't make anyone else happy if i'm not happy mm-hmm. i'm like no because stuff's because stuff is going to come up all the time right. there's going to be valleys there's going to be peaks and valleys like that shouldn't have any say on whether you decide to be in a relationship or mm-hmm. not it's just the curiosity the the attentiveness and being easy with one another and being okay with hey what you wanted might not have been in the package that you wanted, but it does everything that you're looking for. Right. You're like, I mean, I wanted him to be six foot four, look like this, but I mean, he's great or she's great. You're like, whatever package that it came in, it's like, man, we are so beholden to what it looks like sometimes. I think we get in the way of how it's delivered to us mm. and we get in our own ways. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that on our preference yes. episode. Okay. Oh, uh, we don't go. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. We don't go below six more. Just a heads up. <laughs> first of <Okay>. all, <laughs> first of all, man, it's rough out here. First of all, um, <laughs> preference versus where your non-negotiables are very different. Right. But that is true. Um, that is true. We we definitely touched on that. How like who you think might be your ideal Mm -hmm. can show up and be in this different package so mercedes and i we do the same career i do not feel the way that mercedes feels sir help me with these bags yes like why are you walking (laughs) around do you not see me with this huge suitcase (laughs) right if you don't ask me if i need help and sometimes i don't like but it's still nice to like know that someone has asked me Mm -hmm. um because the bag might be light enough to where i'm like you know what i got it like it's cool you know um and because they could be thinking that I'm struggling and then I hand them this bag and they're like, ma'am, this thing no, really but still weighs like five pounds. No, but like what is going on? It. Still carry it. Yes, Look, it weighs five pounds. I don't, because at the end of the day, you might slow me down and I, I got places gotcha. to go. Okay. So if it's, if it's light enough mm-hmm. and I'm pushing up these stairs, I got it. You know what Perfect. I'm saying? But it is nice to be asked. Mm-hmm. It, trust me, if I go on set, 
I'm calling. Do you have someone that can help me with these bags? <laughs> like, I am. I am not that girl who is just like, I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna figure it. No, I need someone to come downstairs and help me with these bags. Do you right. have an assistant? Do you have someone right. that can come down here? Mm-hmm. So, um, even so much so that like one of the stylists that I still assist. Mm-hmm. If the bags are like super heavy, he gets them. Right. And I'm his assistant. He'd be like, Raven, I got it. I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you. Like, I'm not out here talking about, it's fine. I got it. He'll be like, just get those small ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got these ones. <laughs> like, Raven is not trying to do any of these things. But I also am the person that, like, if I get to the door, I open mm. it and not thinking, like, it's just like a subconscious yeah. thing. I think it's probably because I'm by myself a lot yeah. and I'm constantly just like, go, 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 go that's just kind of what it is like my male friends have gotten better about this like Raven if you don't move out the way I'm like okay thanks so much training ground (laughs) but they're like my brother so half the time they'll be like I have one he's like oh you're just like one of the guys I'm like but I'm not nope okay like I need you to open these doors what are you doing (laughs) so yeah so it's just one of those things where I do expect a certain thing Mm -hmm. like you know, my guy friends will make sure that I make it home on time mm. or not on time, but like I make it home safely. So I expect whoever I'm dating to also do that. You know, I have a guy friend that like, if I'm like, oh, I don't really feel safe. He will make sure that I get all the way home mm-hmm. where he will come with me, drop me off at my house and then go home himself, you know? So it's just one of those things where if my guy friends are going to do this for me, I expect whoever I'm dating to also do this for me. Um, especially if I'm like, I don't feel safe getting home, then it should be like, okay, well, let me make sure that you get home safely, Mm -hmm. whether it's, I'm gonna put you in an Uber or I'm going to get you all the way to your house and make sure that you get into your door, whatever that situation may be. I feel like when you're dating someone, those things should show up no matter how independent I am. So I'm glad that you mentioned the fact that you still do, even within being single, you still do have that male energy around you who can show up with that because me, like I'm, I don't have, if I don't, I don't necessarily have a lot of male energy around me who's going to show up in that way. So I can see the mindset of, Oh, let, let me just do it myself and the switch needing to be made but I think that it should be a part of our everyday lives like I have a friend who said you know what I will never not accept a seat from a guy who offers it because the reality is that this is what they're supposed to be doing Um, and she had the experience of declining a seat and then moving forward like a few months later like when she really wanted a seat there was like a whole train filled with construction workers and no one got up so she was like that's the energy that you put out so you should always be putting out that energy I know I've had past experiences where guys have offered me seats and then they've tried to talk to me so now in my mind I'm like oh my gosh is he gonna try to talk to me like I really don't want to have to go through this. I really, I don't know what his temperament is going to be if I decline him. So sometimes I'm saying no, but the reality is that, you know, I could, I should just be sitting down and just taking the seat because I had a guy recently offer me a seat and I was like, no, it's fine. And then a few people got on the train and I slightly got pushed. He was like, no, you need to sit down right now. You need to, I don't know what you, I don't know what you, but you got pushed. You should have taken the seat when I first offered it to you. So I was like, that was a lesson for me, like in training myself, like, although I am in my singleness, I still need to be mindful of this because this is something that I want as a part of my everyday life. So it's like, 
finding ways to incorporate it. So I will say, because I am that person that, especially if I have a lot of stuff that gets mm-hmm. on the train, it's like, who's getting up for me? Yes, I do look yes, young, but honey. okay, I need to sit down. <laughs> so, but I have noticed that like, if I'm on the train and there's a black guy, this doesn't always happen. So I'm not going to say the majority of the time even, but if a white woman comes on the train, they will offer their seat to her versus me. Oh no. What? Right, yes. right. And I'm like, well, and I've seen this with older black men. I've seen this. And I'm like, uh, excuse me. Exactly. Like, we supposed to be out here for the culture? Like, what are y'all doing? Exactly. Like, what are you, sir, sir, hello. Sir, we're priority so first. It's just like, I was just like, okay, so y'all just out here for Becky and them. Becky and Karen. Yes, right. Karen. Yes. <laughs> um, you just out here for them, but you're not going to give me a okay cool that's cool that's mm-hmm. cool but I do notice that a lot more like white men will ask me to help me with my bags and things oh, like wow. that than black men okay so it's just one of those things where I'm just like where are the brothers at and why are they not helping these sisters out and I'm not gonna say it's, it's like I said when it, someone approaches me to ask me to like help me it is majority white men mm. the seat thing it's less of like um it's not the majority of black men that I see that offer their seat to white men, white women, but I have seen it a number of times mm. to just be like, eyebrow raised. Okay. <laughs> so this will be doing in these streets. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Cause I got something. No, yes. I, I got yes. a couple come on, of things. Come on. I got a, I got a, I got a couple of right. things. You just gotta, I got a couple of things. You just gotta things. jump in. Yeah. Right. You can't this, but I, I don't want to, I'm not going to talk over it. I'm, like I said, I'm going to let you, know you have the streets, right? You chivalrous. That's what it is. You came with all, you changing my perspective real hard. Cause I'm like, listen, I need you to go to Rowan Lane's page and I need you to take some pointers. Cause if you're not showing up like this, I don't know. You got the wrong address, sir. Like I'm going to just be sending out like screenshots. I'm going to send the audio. I'm like, this is my expectation, <laughs> sir. You're not showing up like this. You don't exist. She's okay. like, be in so, rolling and figure out what to do. Right. <laughs> so I have, I, have, I have a question. I think okay. I have two questions. Okay, right. go ahead. So into something that we were talking about earlier about how there's expectations mm-hmm. that women have. Let's say there's a situation where he just does certain aspects of, be- of chivalry, but there's other aspects he doesn't do, but mm. he can learn. Do you allow that space for the man to learn? Or do you like, no, you should learn this. I'm out. Um, I have examples of that. My mother, the queen of receiving chivalrous acts. Um, I feel like guys were pushing yes. me down to get to her. But, you know, that's another story. And huh? <laughs> but she said that with my stepdad, that is a conversation that they had continuously. And eventually he got to the point where that became a part of his character. Like they would go out and he wouldn't open the door and she would just stand outside. And he's like, babe, I'm going to need you to come inside. She was like, I'm going to need you to come back outside and open this door. And <laughs> come on, mom. And going through that situation, she would not get out the car unless he opened her door. Like he would be like, he got frustrated, but he realized the value of the relationship. Um, and she also realized mm-hmm. the value in him while they were able to stick it out and make the necessary compromise to make the relationship work. So that lets me know that, okay, he may not be doing certain things. Maybe he didn't have the proper examples. Maybe the last relationship he was in did not require this. But if he desires to be with me, this is the requirement that's needed. If he's willing to make the adjustments, let's make it work. I think it's all about compromise and knowing if that's someone for you. Or that's called curiosity. You know what? Here you go. And yes, attentiveness. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Like that's like we're we're getting like no, just 
mm-hmm. pay attention, man. And like, be curious. Like, all right, word. Like, if you really want this person to right. be happy, right? You would try to figure out ways to make mm-hmm. them happy. Not keep them happy. Yeah. Like, make right. them happy. You're like, no, I want to, I want to, like, I want to make you smile. Like that, like when you're great, like we're all great. Like I love being the one, the only one that can make you feel this type of way. I asked you about the time to learn it. The second part of that, it's like Mm -hmm. geographical. Like let's say someone Mm -hmm. being from the South is now together with someone from up North. Now totally different ways of upbringing now coming together and they may link or connect on so many other things, but there's some things that Southern hospitality, this man up North or this woman up North is missing. Like what, like, what do we say to that? Like, what if it's like based off of like things of that nature? So I will, I will interject here. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say it's polarizing like that in California. So like Northern California, men are used to women doing things for them. Mm. Like the men, the women are very like dominant in relationships and they do a lot of things for their man. So my friend, she went to school up North. She met her now husband and she was like, yeah, no, <laughs> none of these things that you was used to before is happening now at all. You know, and they were, they've been together for basically since she was in college and now they've been married for a few years and been together the entire time. But she was like, you yeah, know, like, none, no, no, no. And I think that's the thing. Like, if you expect something, it's one of those things where, you know, especially if a man already does it and a woman is not used to it, I think that she can become accustomed to it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a difference when a woman is accustomed to it and a man hasn't ever done mm. it, you know? And I think just like you said, if you want to be in this relationship with someone, you will learn what works for them, whether it's, okay, this is too much. Like there was a couple on um, Married at First Sight where he was giving all of the compliments. Mm. He was like, you're just so gorgeous. You're just so beautiful. And she was like, can you please stop? What? See, ma'am, yeah. you're exactly. messing it up for so, all of us. Stop it. Stop it. So, and I was like, <laughs> no, but, but no, I was but, literally but, 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 sitting there like no, that. Go ahead. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, like, is she really just like not wanting his compliments? But he had to learn how to dial it back. Okay. And he was like, okay, yep. so I'm giving you one compliment a day. Like, okay. am I doing good? You know, and they had to talk through it because, you know, his okay. natural inclination was to just shower her with compliments. Mm. And I think it goes back to like, some things like that go back to our love languages. That's true. If your love language is words of affirmation, that's how you express love. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that's how someone receives yes. love. So it's like for someone whose love language is acts of service, which can be boiled down to chivalry, mm-hmm. you have to figure out how that is. Like if you're a person that that's not how you, you know, receive love, someone being chivalrous, it may just be like, okay, that's cool, but whatever. Um, but words of affirmation or gifts may be something else that you value more or quality time. So I think that it just depends on how people receive things and what their love languages are sometimes to see whether like, okay, I do need to adjust because like, I do love her and I would love right. to tell her that she's amazing all day, but she doesn't feel comfortable with that for whatever reason and so I need to dial back so that I can make her happy Mm. because at the end of the day if he kept just saying that like she was beautiful and all these other things she might have gotten irritated Mm. and then at the end of the the like um 
experiment or the not experiment but the end of the 60 days they would have got a divorce because she was like this man don't listen right but you know what you're so right about that and I feel like I had a still load still loading moment because I do judge women when they reject acts of chivalry but I feel like the most basic things they tend to reject and I'm like you're messing it up for the rest of us but the reality is that the dynamic of their relationship and what chivalry looks like is going to be different and there has to be that space of flexibility now in regards to the southern men Roland, I'm going to need you to start a mentorship program to get them up here because I want all of that. I want you to do all of that. So I am the northern woman that is like, where is he? Why? No, I need to, but I'm not going down south. So I'm going to, sir, I'm going to need you to be a chance. <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm trying to import somebody. Right, okay? please, like, please, like, not please, but still, like, we need them. <laughs> we need them to come up here so when you're ready to start your mentorship program um i will give hints Look, we need to get this on and pop in <laughs> okay today only you can get into the program for 199 right. it is normally 300 dollars. <laughs> like all right all right now, now hold on now hold on okay. Mercedes and raven because i may you know throw you off a okay. little bit on this next question not okay. too far now not okay. too far all right right now 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 raven's now raven's her and I mm-hmm. have spoken about this uh, before, about this man that's constantly showering homegirl okay. with compliments and it being mm-hmm. like too much for her, right? So I have had conversations with, you know, my, 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 fellow, mm-hmm. my fellow men in, in our own corners by ourselves having these conversations. And it's this conversation about attraction, mm-hmm. right? Of like, how come I can be all over this woman? She don't want nothing to do with me. Then I disappear for eight um, months from her life. And then now all of a sudden, she's like, hi, sliding into my DMs. And so the conversations that we begin to have are like, is there something to this about absence makes the heart grow fond? Is there something to it for men where they're like, hey, have some priorities, mm-hmm. have some things where like the example that we kept using was Aisha right. Curry. She's not number one priority to Steph Curry. That's right. Right. Steph Curry's priority is basketball and his kids. Mm. And then her, like no matter what, and the point that I make of that is like, no matter what happens between Steph and Aisha, if they got divorced or whatever happened, Steph's still going to take care of his kids. He's still going to provide for his kids. And so it's that question of like, is there something to that where as men, it's not about putting priorities in a certain rank. It's more about like, should we be more into our own business, our own ambitions, and just be a little bit less, I guess you can say, thirsty when pursuing the particular. I am glad you brought it. Okay. Can I? Can I just? You can. Mm -hmm. Because we're talking about a Christian couple here, okay? (laughs) And I would like Mm -hmm. to bring the Christian perspective to that. I would like to. I would Mm -hmm. differ with your prioritizing of their family because they are very mm-hmm. biblical based and they they are a christian relationship the christian faith mm-hmm. prioritizes husband and wife first mm-hmm. above all else mm-hmm. except for god so when mm-hmm. you do prioritize your wife and you can then like feed into the things that she is passionate about you can help her or support her whatever that may look like like yes basketball is his career but if basketball is gone tomorrow you know who has to hold him down? Aisha. She does. And I feel like mm-hmm. he knows that. 
he's like, look, I'm going to do what I need to do career-wise, but my number one priority is you and our kids. Mm -hmm. And when you do have these kind of healthy dynamics, which I feel as though, like, that's when you can see flourishing relationships is when they do prioritize each other first, even before their kids. So they know that like our relationship needs to be the strongest it can be so that we can be amazing Mm -hmm. parents so that we can be amazing individuals outside of this. And I think that it goes both ways. There's so many guys that do the same thing where you're like answering the text messages, Mm -hmm. you're here doing the things and then they're off doing whatever. And then you don't answer them three months later. What you doing? No. How you doing? No, you preached the wrong number. I miss you. I ain't send you in a, in a minute. Yes, you have not because you weren't <laughs> serious, sir. Like, no matter who it is, a male or a female, if they're not serious about you, they're not serious. Yes. And it's not about, like, because when you have the right person pursuing you, mm-hmm. you'll be in Exactly. It. There are tons of people that are like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a exactly. no. And then there's other people that I've been excited about and they've been real lackadaisical. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so am I also supposed to be giving off the same energy? But then at that point, are we now playing games? Because I'm like, I'm too old for this. Like, I can't be like, oh, you didn't text me back for two hours. So now I got to not text you back for two hours. And then now we're in this, this game of right. stuff. Like, who has time for that at over 30? Like, but but th- but this is the thing that I think you're 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 understanding that you might be dealing with Raven is is like you're not dealing ooh, with child. men. That's a read. Like like okay. So then are you like going to say that you're, you're not dealing with women? Ooh, child. Another read. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. There are people that are just even my friends that operate on a certain level. And if we're talking about you're going to be my best friend, like yo, you need to exhibit. You those need to same be the traits. best of my friends. Otherwise, there's Thank no. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, what is this? Like, how am I not going to accept this from normal people who I'm just maybe want to be my friend, but I'm looking for a deeper connection and I'm not asking for the same level? That doesn't even make any sense. And so that's ultimately, like, the I, point that I I will like to add that, that I do that feel topic. like there has been possibly, like, movies that downplay the guy who's very attentive as being corny. And women have been brainwashed, some quotation marks air quotation marks into thinking like if a guy's that interested in you like he's corny he's all of that you want the bad boy who's not really attentive who throws you a bone hair and then shows up later but it's all about the thrill I can say that I was her now she's grown up and it's like no I need you to sweat me I want you to be all the way dehydrated and thirsty when you're coming over here to me, like I need you to be attentive. I need you to be consistent because consistency lets me know how, what your character is. And if you're not, please step away. Yeah, I I like attention. Mm-hmm. Like that that is my number one thing. Everybody does. No, Absolutely. but then there's some people who are just like, oh, if I talk to you, I talk to you. You know, like we're cool. Like I am the person that's like, okay, so we need to be texting. Mm-hmm. We need to be talking. Like, and I'll talk to my friends and they're like Raven. Like people have lives. I said I understand that. But okay, he could text exactly. me. He could do these things because now, 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 Raven, Raven, hold oh, on now. Okay, Roland, hold on. Okay, not all day. Hold up. Well, we're not even we're not even talking <laughs> about. But like, this is where like we start talking about things that are outside of the relationship mm. that you were in. It's like that's what I talk about being mm. easy with one another, like being deciding, being attentive. Like, yo, if your man doesn't want to do TikTok videos, 
Don't make him do TikTok videos. And don't make him feel like a bad boyfriend for not wanting to do that. That's true. <laughs> That's just not his deal. Like, don't make them feel guilty because they didn't text you good morning like this, like twice this week. It's like, I, all of a sudden I fell out of love with you. Just because I didn't text you twice. It's, it's like, see, that's, that's what I mean by that's, being. It's not a text twice. Rolling. Right. It's, I know, it's no, no, more no, no, no. like yeah, what, yeah, she, I might be... what Mercedes yes. is talking about as far as like consistency. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if I, oh, you know, yes. if I text you or like four days have gone by and I haven't heard from you. Like, sir, what are you doing? Right. Like, are you interested or are you not? Like, oh, no, no, that's different. That's different. That's not, that, that's why I was like, that might have been a bad example. But thing that I was just, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. and just throw out there. Um was what I was talking yeah. about of um, thirsty people taking what it's quote unquote right. supposed to look like and then forgetting that mm-hmm. you need to be attentive. <laughs> and it's like, we hear all this and then we get in it and we forget we, we're in the relationship and then we just forgot. It's like, no, what, like, remember, you don't, you don't need to get too deep into it. Just stay curious about the person that you're with and attentive. Yeah. Like if that goes away, that's a sign. I will say that no, what definitely is a men, sign. I ahead. will say that what men don't understand is how you start is how we want you to finish. Do not start something that you can keep up. Mm. If you are texting mm. me seven days a week, good morning, good night, good morning, good night, and now we are maybe like a month in and it's like, good morning. Good morning. Okay, where's my good night? There's an expectation that has been set. I did not require this expectation. This is what you offered. Because early, Mm -hmm. I feel like early on in dating, if those expectations cannot be met, that's not something that you should get into like we need to we need to still be practical within the wooing stage i understand that sometimes there will be conflicts and life happens but even within that happening like hey okay so good morning like i fell asleep last night blah 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 you still understand that this is something that i'm accustomed to and you may not have done it so i'm acknowledging Mm -hmm. that i know that i didn't do it um but i'm still here but like you said, I do believe there, there has to be flexibility, but it has to be clear. Like, we can't go from good morning, good night to, you know what? Hey, hey, what? Where's good morning, good night? Wait, where is she? Where is she? I need her. I need her back. Now, <laughs> I will ask this as well on top of that. Like, because these are, these, these are the kind of conversations I have because I don't have the mm-hmm. answers. To some yeah, of so questions. that's why you need to go back just to like, your collective. Right. Okay. Yeah, like, go, this go, is hey. what I found out from the women. Be consistent. <laughs> exactly. Like, to me, that's like the I'm bottom like, line. Is. Is be consistent. Whatever, like she said, however you start is how mm-hmm. you finish. Now, this is where you'll get people out here that try to like split right. hairs over it. But right. we're just trying to be clear here, right? I have a certain feeling where like, no, you shouldn't be doing things the same because you're growing, right? If you're still sending texts two years from now, how come you guys haven't thought about living together? Like, what is this? Like, it's like things should be changing. Like, we should be growing. We should be evolving. If I'm still sending texts, good morning, good night, and it's like three years later, I'm, I'm asking about the reason, like, are y'all committed to one another? Like, what, well, are, your, what are you guys playing? But as, mm-hmm. At this point... And, especially over 30 and mid 30s, you have to be consistent and growing Mm -hmm. forward because consistency will build Mm -hmm. a relationship. Like you being non-consistent, that's what gets you to good morning, good night, three years later. Right. Is because in other areas you have not been consistent. Yes. Agree. So you may be sending yes. these text Agreed. messages every single morning and night, but something else is right. missing as to why you're still sending text messages 
three years down the line and we're not you know especially in our mid-30s we ain't married by now like sir what are you doing so I think that it comes with just like being that person that you were like even I was listening to a married guy and he was saying that like this is a little you know PG 13 or whatever but he was saying that like his wife used to like when he came home he flew into the airport from the airport to his house he was getting Ooh, child, yes then then they got kids <laughs> and that stopped and so he picked she picked him up from the airport one time and he was like what are you doing Ooh. because he had been accustomed <laughs> to a certain thing and he was like I don't understand like what do these kids got to do with this like they're not here <laughs> like who cares you know so it's just one of those things that I think that people you know you set expectations mm-hmm. People uh, expect those things to happen, whether you're a man or a woman. And to me, when you're interested in someone, you exhibit certain behaviors. Um, And for me, like we talked about in our like expectations versus realities, it looks like a, you know, white teens movie. Like the man is giving all of these, this attention. And I'm like, why are these teenagers able to do it? But this 30 something year old man, it's not like, what are you doing? They don't have to go to work. They don't have to deal with life. So guess what? They don't have nothing else to do. You better be consistent at 17 with something. Look, if he Mm -hmm. can write a whole handwritten note and hand it to me, you can send me a text message okay at 30 something years old i think that that i mean we skip it we we, we, we skip in a lot yeah. of different things <laughs> if you say he, he can write that at 17 i'm like right I mean, that's You're all right. he can do at 17 he has no other options he has no other options but that's no what i'm saying options. he has no other options but you can do more right. but he you figured can do it more out at 30, yeah okay and you're mm-hmm. not even doing what he's doing I honestly yes, think there's 100%. no there's nothing wrong with still doing something that you did early on in the relationship three years later because that shows that you know what this is a thing that I got you with now there has to be layers to it like if I'm laying in the bed with my man and he's like good morning bitch what excuse me how you already turning it up early in the morning because you already know this is what you got <laughs> me with and you still doing it you don't even need to text me because I'm laying right here but you're still doing it it's like you know you're still curious about how I'm gonna respond to that I am going to respond favorably so it's like those little things mm-hmm. aren't necessarily a bad thing I agree there needs to be layers to it mm-hmm. so still sending a text yeah. message because at the end of the day I'm still going to get giddy because text messages to me signify that you're taking time out your day to to make a connection with me um that normally would not be the case so it's like okay you're thinking of me I'm part of your routine even when I'm not present so it's not just good morning good night it's it's everything that goes into it all the feelers that come from a woman responding to that is like this man is thinking about me even though he's in his you know everyday life and that's what I want I want to know that I'm being mm-hmm. thought of and that's what those text messages are it's very easy it goes it's, it seems like just good morning good night but it's like if you're not texting me the question is are you even thinking about me like is this something that you still want to do mm-hmm. it's not just about a text message it's about the feelings mm-hmm. behind the text message but we have got on a whole honey. it's been a great one <laughs> but we're gonna bring it back Okay, so we saw a tweet where it was basically, it was like black women are saying that like chivalry is dead and black men aren't being chivalrous. And then the video was this black man holding the door open for this black woman. She walks through the door, doesn't acknowledge him. 
And then at the end of the video, he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> so is it these men are just not being acknowledged even though they are doing the acts? Like, I can say that I have been, you know, a proponent of this. I have done this. Um, I'm not proud of it, but I have done it. Um, not usually to a black man, but sometimes it's to like kids and stuff like that. I just, I'm like, okay, sir, you, you got it. Thank you. And I'll keep moving. So has this been a thing? Like, is this something that because women are on the go or they're being so independent or just not even acknowledging someone who is doing something for them? Is this the case? Are men being chivalrous, but then the women are just not acknowledging it? I will say, once I realized that I was not inviting chivalry into my life on an, a practical level, just, you know, random men that I encountered throughout the day, I started to become more conscious of, you know, anytime a guy allowed me to walk ahead of him, like on the train, on the bus, I always turn back and I always say thank you. And I make a habit of it because I feel like I'm planting that seed. Like I'm a random woman that's thinking about other women that he may encounter um, where this may be something that he does and know that, you know what, it was a favorable experience with her. So therefore, maybe this will trigger him to continue to move forward. Because like I said, sometimes the examples are not there. I may be the example that he needed on that day to be like, okay, well, this is something that I could keep going with, especially with kids. When kids do it, I'm like, you know what, thank you so much. And, mm -hmm. you know, because that, that is the reward to keep going in that type of mindset. So... I'm always like, thank you so much. Like, and I make sure to turn back and look at them. Like, I'm just not like, oh, thank you. No, I pause. Thank you so much. And keep going about my day. Um, so I'll be quick. I second everything that both of you ladies uh, just just said. This mm -hmm. is just a, a personal thing for me. It's like, yeah, what y'all need credit for? What is, oh, they're not being, so I'm not like, we're just being too cute. Like, just come on now. Like, do y'all really need the woman to turn around and say, thank you so much? <laughs> like, do y'all really need that? Like, I'm good with a head nod. Like, we can keep it moving. Head nod. Yeah. Right. You saw it? Like, respect. Like, keep it moving. Like, what if, like I don't understand if there even is that level mm. of vitriol from men where, or they're just on, like, okay. a controlling level where they're just trying mm. to, like, get a reaction. It's just like, are y'all really that mad? Because... As black men, I think we got bigger That's fish. That's very true. It, it maybe I'm I'm misspeaking, but I just feel like hearing that a black man is complaining about not getting something from someone. Mm. It's like, where have you been for the last two hundred yeah. years? Like, so that's that's just personal to me. But I agree mm -hmm. with everything that you ladies first, with everything you ladies mm -hmm. first said. There's nothing I could add that would like color in anything that you haven't already. So covered. with that, can you have an alpha male and an alpha female in a relationship? So we're going to go to the words of Neo and Lil Boosie. Okay. So Neo in Miss Independent, he's like kind of woman mm -hmm. that want you, but don't need you kind of woman that can do for herself. I look at her and it makes me proud something oh so sexy about kind of woman that don't even need my help she said she got it she got it she said she got it she got it her favorite thing to say don't worry i got it and everything 
she got best believe she bought it she's a boss and now little boosie we all know we all learned how to spell independent from <laughs> little boosie okay i-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-n-t do you know what i mean she got her own house she got her own car two jobs work hard you a mm. bad broad so can you be all of these things and still have a relationship with an alpha female and an alpha male can you be a power couple like, is that a thing or, or does someone have to lessen their light to be the like so someone else can shine bright? So in the school of Roland's mentorship for chivalry, because I'm just going to put it out there. It is. A, it is. <laughs> I know. It is about being like you said, it is about being curious. And I feel like men who are not curious will see a woman being all these things and in their mind will think I don't need to show up. No, I, I have all these things, but I do still need you to be present as my male counterpart. The areas that you feel that I feel like I may need assistance, I need you to be attentive and aware that, okay, so she may not need me to do all these things, but I see that, you know what, let me send her a bouquet of flowers. She's not sending herself flowers every day. Um, and she loves flowers. Um, you know, she's ball, she can do it herself, but you know what, let me, let me pay for this. I think these types of scenarios have probably given men like, okay, she's independent, she's strong, she doesn't need it. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. Like, I need you to work with me. I can do it myself, but I don't want yes. to. I want to dance and mingle with you. Like, <laughs> let's be a partnership and do it. But it's like, can you digress in the relationship and be like, okay, if he wants to do it, release it and just be okay with it. That's the balance. That's the, that, now, now that's the part that, Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure it got highlighted as well. It's like, if you are confident mm -hmm. in yourself, if you are an alpha, you, you ain't worried about what anybody else is doing. You will allow each other or one another to mm. exist in the same space. Like, yes, real life circumstances arise, obviously, but when those things, when real life doesn't like push anything in any direction, right. alphas let each other be alphas. That, uh, so like, I don't know if you guys have been watching mm -hmm. the, the Michael Jordan documentary that's been on uh, ESPN the last two weekends, how they're covering um, mm -hmm. their dynasty. And there is this story within the dynasty where in the middle of the season, 33 games into the season, um, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, they're playing. Dennis Rodman was injured. He comes back to be healthy. Now, during this time, Michael Jordan had asked Dennis Rodman to be a model citizen. So when Pippen finally came back, Rodman's like, yo, I I'm going crazy, bro. Like, acting normal. Mm -hmm. Like, let me get out of here. Like, I need a vacation. In the middle of the basketball season, he says, like, I need your check is a getting vacation. Cut. And you got mm. the greatest coach of all time, Phil Jackson, the greatest player of all time in Michael Jordan and one of the most eccentric, mm -hmm. misunderstood players in basketball and Dennis Rodman. And what do they say? Wow. Go do what you got to do, homie. Come back. But you better come back. Mm -hmm. Like these alphas were able to recognize that this other alpha needed right. to do what he needed to do to get right. And so they allowed him. They didn't, right. they, they weren't like, how can you do this to me? Like, what are you doing? They're like, yo, he needs to get, yo, get right. But you better come back. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm gonna hold you to your word. Like, you need this vacation. It's a vacation. Right. 
Go do what you got to do. And so that's what I mean. It's like alphas, real world mm-hmm. circumstances aside, right. you let each other hold space. Mm-hmm. You let that person exist. I absolutely agree. I think yeah. what happens with alpha, understanding what an alpha male is, is we get distracted. We misconstrued misogyny for alpha males and we fall into that trap like, oh, I don't need him to do anything because he doesn't care about women anyway. He's disrespectful. But like you said, a true alpha male, alphas will give each other space to just be. I think that's where like the true definition of a power couple mm-hmm. comes from when you can let each other shine where you need to shine. If your wife is excelling in some area, support her mm-hmm. in that. And then when the husband is excelling, then she, you know, supports him and shows up for him when he needs that support. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. what a true power couple does. They show up for the other person when they need to be the support, you know, like they're, they're mm-hmm. okay with being like, you know what? I need to be the supportive one right now. And I need to support her in this, or I need to support him in this. And that's what creates these wonderful dynamics of Mm -hmm. you know power couples in a sense understanding what alphas are and giving them space to be that goes into the feminist movement and you know the term I don't need a man and women saying that and men also being turned off like okay well she's saying that she doesn't need a man how can I show up in this space if the very essence of who I am is saying is she's rejecting that so that's the part of it where I, I, I hate being a broken record, but in that space, ask me the question one more time again because okay. I want to make sure I answer so it. So with the like, dynamics of understanding what an alpha is, how does a man come into a space with an alpha female, a very independent woman, but she possibly has the dialogue saying, I don't need a man. Mm-hmm. He's essentially in his mind being rejected. How do you get over that sort of like rejection in a way and still show up for her as a partner? An alpha male wouldn't take whatever rejection that another alpha woman is giving him. He would just recognize okay. that like, yo, she doesn't, she doesn't need that on that level. Like she just doesn't need that on that level. So whatever it is, it's like an alpha male who's attentive mm-hmm. and has curiosity. If he has that in place, he'll find out not necessarily what she needs, but like, like what actually brings them together. You're like, oh, oh I'm kind of like this. We're kind of like this. Mm-hmm. We're in different industries, but we have this type of makeup together. And so, yes, sometimes it's not just like the typical flowers or chocolates or like gifts or anything like that. Like one of my friends has been in a relationship for mm-hmm. 10 years with this guy. Right. And she invites a couple of people out for her birthday, but she does not have that mm-hmm. many friends. It, it's a very close knit group. And we, we all go out. There's about 10 of us. We go out to this restaurant for her birthday. And we get to dessert. And this birthday cake comes out that is inspired mm-hmm. by the most recent movie that she did. And it's in all of these colors. And the cake is in front of her. And she is pissed. And I'm looking at her like, this is an awesome like display mm-hmm. of like, hey, look what I did. I rewind the story a little bit. She called me earlier in the day to see what I was doing at like 10 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm busy doing this. Like I was getting ready to go for an audition. I come to find out afterwards that he had left, her man had left. And for the entire day, he was organizing, putting this cake together for her. But mm. she's like, I wanted to hang out with him. 
that's great that he did that, but I didn't want that. I wanted to spend the day with him. And if he would have known that about me, he wouldn't have done that. And he got me this cake. It's all these colors that I don't like. I don't care that it's inspired by this mm. project that I did. Like, he knows I don't like these colors. He knows what my favorite colors are. Why did he do this? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have an alpha woman who, as a man, he's trying to do all of these gotcha. things that he thinks are great, but he's not listening to her. He's not allowing her to be like, he thinks this is what she wants. And she's like, bro, you could have just rolled over and hung out with me all day because mm. if you've been paying attention, I've been traveling all over the place. I just wasn't in New York City. I was on set for four months. Like now I'm traveling, doing this, mm -hmm. and doing interviews here. I wanted to chill with you right. today. If you were paying attention, you would have saw that. And so, like, that's the mm -hmm. that's the part of, again, where I keep driving home the point of it being alphas. Like, alphas, they would recognize each other and recognize what mm -hmm. each other need and let each other be. And so that's why that would okay. never be a problem for an alpha that is curious and attentive. Like, that would, they, they, they wouldn't be offended. They wouldn't feel any kind of rejection. They would just be like, whatever it is that wasn't about me, because I didn't do anything to upset her. I just asked her if I could get her right. flowers, and she's upset at me. Like, what? No. That's craziness. Like, that's when mm -hmm. you start getting into... You start, you start projecting. The man is projecting instead of dealing with mm -hmm. like, why are you so like stuck on that? But then at that point, because I would say that, you know, I don't know what happened the next day because he may have been trying to get all these things together for her dinner and then been like, you know, the next day mm -hmm. we're going to spend time together because there is nothing right. that has a time constraint on. You know, he could have gotten these things done the day before. Who knows? Things could have fallen through because there's been times where I'm like, hey, can someone pick up this cake for me? I couldn't do it or whatever. Like mm -hmm. things just happen on birthdays. It's, it's a lot. So yeah. at that point, it's like, does he just, like you said, is he going to just fall back and then be like, okay, so this isn't about me. Or like, at what point does she realize that like, right. she's overreacting? Oh, so that's mm -hmm. what it's, there's a give and take on that because there's, okay. there's certain people, alphas tend to be stubborn. Mm -hmm. like they need to come to their own epiphanies they'll tend to not be able to listen to the person that they're with every day but then some random person that comes along that they never met all of a sudden breaks through to them and they're like oh even though they said the mm -hmm. same exact thing that the other person said it just for whatever reason because this is a person they had no affiliation it just right. penetrated whatever stubbornness that they had so like it's really tough on that you gotta mm -hmm. also know when like it's not worth it and mature people will mm -hmm. see that like what are we like what are we yelling about like or mm -hmm. like okay because people get into the problem right. is like they need to win this debate like i have to win no you don't like and i think that's when right. people are in relationships get into troubles where they mm -hmm. have to win something and it's like you guys are losing doing this that's what's happening nobody's winning anything y'all are losing i think sometimes what it comes down to is yeah how we're responding as women within the moment am i making uh situation more fragile because men at times with their emotions can be very fragile like i'm doing this grand gesture for you and instead mm -hmm. of you noticing the grand gesture you're talking about how i didn't do this how i didn't do can we focus on the fact that i thought to do this like can i get a praise for that i know that can be the mindset sometimes where it's like okay well i wanted him to do this but he's not showing up and doing that maybe have totally. a conversation like hey babe so instead of calling you hey babe 
I really wanted to spend today with you. Like, what are you doing? Like, all that stuff is not important. Like, I want to spend this time with you. And I feel like that's how, that's the dynamic that alphas can show up with. That softness mm-hmm. that you spoke about earlier, add that to the relationship. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be yeah. all this back and This is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Now we fighting and it's my birthday. Like, can we? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everyone, it doesn't matter whether you're right. whether you're a beta or whether you're an alpha. Just because you're an alpha doesn't mean you're a gentleman. Just because you're an alpha doesn't mean you're great at communication. Like, right. uh, other types of people can be better than it than alphas because mm-hmm. we know alphas have right. big egos. <laughs> like, they got the biggest egos out there. That's when we're getting back to, like, if all of us, as a general note, were more curious, mm-hmm. more attentive, and more gentle with one another. We would give ourselves mm-hmm. a better chance, a better shot at least. It's already hard. We would give ourselves a better shot of us working out if we were to instill mm-hmm. some of these things at the base of our relationship. Because with being gentle, that's also I no agree. judgment. It's tough for people. Like sometimes people gotta do stuff to get ready. They exactly. don't need to like, what are you doing? They don't need that. <laughs> you just gotta mm-hmm. be like, as an alpha, you'd be like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, do what you got to do to get right. ready. I'm over here. Just make sure we ain't late. <laughs> Which, you know, with me would always be. Um, <laughs> this is what it is. And I think that we've talked about this as mm-hmm. far as, like, independent women and just, you know, the feminist movement has really played into this idea of an independent woman and being financially stable and a Fox article basically said that chivalry is playing into the gender pay gap and one of the things that they talked about it was like men only change because women did that's because men are born to please women modern women don't know this for they've been conditioned to think of men as oppressors but it's true And in the article, they go on to talk about how, you know, they did a poll and they talked about who should pay for the first date. And of course, their numbers were they felt as though the man should pay for the first date. And in the article, which I don't believe, Mm -hmm. as we have talked about, is true. They said that a woman who seeks out a man who is more chivalrous is not going to be career oriented, is not going to be ambitious in her career and is not going to want to be financially independent you know we've talked about it we're both very independent women and we still Mm -hmm. want the man like look do all the things okay because that's just what you should do but do we believe that there are a vast majority of women who are playing into chivalry but then are also aren't being that independent woman and so it's now they think of you as like if you want to be financially stable then you got it i think this is a slippery slope because one I don't think as women, we need to be looking at what another woman requires in her relationship and judging that. If you are okay with paying for dates, that's you. Don't judge me because I want him to pay for all the dates from year one to year 90. Like that's just something that I want in my relationship and I can still be very um, independent. Like I shouldn't be slighted within my female community um, because this is what I desire in my partnership. Like you don't have to live with him. I don't have to live with your man. So why is it an issue? Why can't we just have choice and the space to just be? If I'm not as goal oriented and my man pays for everything, that's fine. I'm a kept woman. 
And that is okay. I'm okay with being kept. I'm doing everything in that kept area and we're fine. Like if you want to be out here working and doing all this and paying for dates, that's also fine. You are, you know, sometimes you are keeping your man. And if that dynamic relationship works for you, then go ahead, sis. I second almost all of that. Like people want to instill or what is considered value from their uh, perception. And really they're getting away from like whatever that, whatever Mm. those two people, or if they're in a polygamous relationship, like whatever those people figured out that works for them, that ain't got nothing to do with. So why are you like, so what they say, Mm -hmm. what actually what you're saying doesn't even, doesn't even matter because it has nothing to do with what we're involved. And I think, I think we come down on each other and we're hard on each other because you don't share the -hmm. same views that I share when it comes to relationships. And that's just, that's just ridiculous. People, people are old fashioned. People are a little bit more progressive on certain things. People are all over the spectrum on it. I say all of that to say is that there is somebody out there for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that great? Like you ain't even got to worry about what they doing. (laughs) Oh, true. (laughs) Like people that get upset about different groups entering their space that may not have been there, you know, before it's just like you right. exist you're fine you're, you're you're good they're not even thinking about you they're not even thinking about you and so to spend that energy away from mm-hmm. you know the opportunity of someone that you may have a connection with so since we mentioned dates um and this kind of goes into chivalry it actually does what is the rule of thumb as far as who pays in my opinion it has been whoever asks is who pays that is that's the way that I've operated in my relationships. If I have asked someone on a date, then I will pay. Um, I've also just paid if I just was like dating someone and I'm like, you know what, I want to pay for this dinner tonight. I will pay for this. And it's not just because it'd be like, I can flex because I got money. It's just, you know, to show like I appreciate you and I appreciate the time that we have together. I got you, boo. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm rocking with you. So I, I got this one. I got this. So Roland, what what do you feel is the rule of thumb when it comes to who pays for dates? <laughs> no, I'm I'm right in line with you, girl. That is a thing where, especially in a circumstance where you, as the man, may not have been interested mm. in the man or woman that asked you out on the date. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, you want to? Sure, why not? Like you're asking me mm-hmm. to go out. Like, you're trying to get to the bottom of something. Like, and I'm like, here. I'm like, all right, word. Like, show me what's up. Like, why should I pay attention to you? What's the pitch? I was over here minding my business, and now I'm here. Male or female. If you ask, hey, let me take you out. I want to take you out. Okay, where are we going? You're asking to take me out, so I'm assuming you know what spot you want to go to. So, like, how is this even up for debate? So, you got it, right? There doesn't need to be, like, this whole awkward thing when the bill comes. You asked me out? you're going to pay for it. I'm never, ever really that crazy on it. Like, if I ask women out, and if you want to split it, I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel uncomfortable. I'm like, nah, I got it. But if it's something where, like, we've been texting back and forth, you're like, yo, you want to do something? That's different. <laughs> like, 
you you can be in the middle of a conversation and then like you know what we've been having a great conversation you want to just like go over here and like hang out for a bit it's i will it gets into like mm-hmm. circumstances so does stuff, that turn into it. sorry real quick does that turn into a dutch situation when it's just a like hey do you want to go like meet up and go do this thing more of just like uh, i guess a hangout yeah in that situation i would be more comfortable splitting if the person offered to split but hey let's split this i'm like i didn't like come out and be like a couple of days from now let's go grab dinner yeah. at seven at this restaurant mm-hmm. I can go either way on the topic, but I tend to lean so towards Mercedes if you ask, you pay. <laughs> I know she's disagreeing. We already, Be- we already got her point of view. Right, because I feel like even we already if, know her point of you know, view, but she can go ahead and lay the situation, she initiates it. There's still, once you're interested in someone, like men like to flex. How men flex at times is with their money. Like, oh, she approached me. Like, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to show her X, Y, and Z. Like, I think, I want to know, like, where did that mindset deviate from? Just like, no, like, either either way, like, he should be paying. Like, what is a wallet? What is what is that? But also, I can say, <laughs> I can say, so- I can say that I have this mindset. I am biased because I've been in situations <laughs> where guys would be like, "Oh, so when are you taking me out?" Like, who, excuse me, sir, who are you talking to? And then maybe I am the extreme now yeah, that's because crazy. of that. Where that's like, crazy. even if I approach you. I want you to flex. I want you to show me that you want to try to impress me because I feel like that's what it's all about. Dates are about ex- impressing the woman. Like, I like you. You're great and everything, but it's about impressing me because you want to get to know me and all these other things, even if I initiate it. Like, my initiation is the dance. Now you're going to cha-cha and do the rest. But then are you asking to <laughs> go on a date? Are you just kind I'm of flirting, flirting right. with the situation? Then you don't Maybe- have to pay. That's not, it's, it's different to be like, hey, I would love to take you out to dinner or like, I would love for us to go to dinner together. That's like initiating a date and being like, I'm asking you on a date. Now, if you say, hey, I would love to take you out for whatever, then that means you taking me out. Whoever says I would well, love to take you out, that's the person who you mm-hmm. Cause that's, well, yes, you just you initiated right. the date. Like, if you're yep. initiating it, I'm not initiating Jack. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, you, you, you're, you're right on it. In the situation where if I were to come up mm-hmm. to you, Mercedes, I'm like, yo, I want to take you out. Right. I'm paying for it. Like, we, we, we wouldn't even have that issue. There wouldn't be this whole thing of like, am I going to reach But there's men check? that are do gonna that. Reach, are we gonna, like, no, I asked you out. What are you talking about? <laughs> there's men was, that do that. They're like, nah, know, that's bullshit. So you got the appetizer. <laughs> I got two drinks. That, 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 like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, they'll try to right. like, no, no. Sir, excuse me, no. what? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, you invited me out. I wasn't even checking for you. Like you said, Roland, I have now given my time, my energy. <laughs> I have put on a full face of makeup and shown exactly. up here. This is a little bit that has crept mm-hmm. into my mindset of like, because I mind my own business and because I am about my career mm, like okay if you gonna ask me time is money right if you gonna ask me to take however much okay. time away from what i was doing and i had no intentions of it until oh, you damn. came up and asked me you paying for this because i was over here making money and now you took me away from it over so just being I mean, that's, that's the read. Like, if I'm asking. <laughs> no, but, but it's true. That's the reality. Of it. I, don't, like, I don't I don't mean it to be as a read. It's just like. To that degree. Like, okay, you're disrupting my schedule. I wasn't even checking. I'm like, oh, okay. We won't be disrupting. And like, and that's good. Like, that's fine. Right. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. you need to knock. 
hello. And you're like, oh, my bad. Okay. All right, let's go to dinner. <laughs> I said yes. I didn't say no. I'm like, but, but I still don't got to work. It was cool. That's what ladies is doing. <laughs> uh, what, is a, what, what is that? Then you, you don't have to ask nobody on no dates then. Because when the check comes, no, I'm going to be sitting there like, what? And, and then you're going to be You're not going to be sitting there because she will take her coat, go into the bathroom, hop out that window. Sir, I'm going to need you to figure this out. <laughs> And then be the same one mad if a man takes half his bill and be like, So I'll see you later. Okay, bye. And now you sitting there and now no, my you wallet your wallet not, gonna have to come like, out. Somebody wallet no, gonna have to come out, a phone or something. No, that's not he gonna, gonna be gone. Not, <laughs> right before right, right before he gonna be gone. Comes, I'm like, you know what? I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. It's oceans eight up in here. I'm about to escape. Right, because I cannot. I'm like, <laughs> oh god. About to pull this heist real quick. Thank you for before dinner. we get this chat. Oh, I just to need to go bathroom. to the bathroom real quick before we, you know, settle up. <laughs> oh god so oh, now that's too funny dating, we've talked about dating what is the difference between chivalry and romance i learned many mm. lessons today chivalry and and like it seems we Look, did we all went to like, the school of rolling this is today. his first okay. part in the female mentorship program you know what we're gonna deal with the men at a later date but we were definitely we definitely received a lot of lessons <laughs> um but I, I will say that to me um, I walking away too. from this, I feel like chivalry and romance go hand in hand. When you're chivalrous, it is, in my eyes, as being romantic. Um, so this is the whole process of courting me. And if these factors are not there, then romance is not there for me. You know, it's the yin to the yang. I mean, she said it. You don't need me to. You don't need me to say much of much of anything. Mm-hmm. You, you, you couldn't be romantic if you weren't curious and attentive. So it's just like. Yes, it absolutely goes hand in hand. She'll be like, oh, this is nice. That was kind of romantic. But the stuff that like really hits home, right. that's like, no one else would have known that. I cannot believe he remembered right. that. Like, that's when you're like, I love him or I love her. Like, I can't believe that mm-hmm. they knew that. And I didn't even say it. Mm-hmm. Or I, or I might have said it one time and they remembered that. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> like... Exactly. That's basically what it is. Like you, and I think the thing is, like you have to like always be trying to keep your spouse. And I think it goes both ways. And it's not a chasing; it's any yes. of that. But like, I had a pastor. He was like, mm-hmm. "How can I make my wife happy today?" And I think it goes the same for a wife and a husband. How can I make my husband husband happy today? Like, what can I do that will, mm-hmm. you know, make his day lighter or just help him in some kind of way and those little things of being attentive um it could be a bigger gesture it could be something that you guys talked about on your first date now it's your year anniversary and it's happening like whatever that might be those attention to details is what keeps someone interested and someone enticed and be like oh my gosh like that was like really amazing that you remembered that and Mm -hmm. i mentioned that on a whim three months ago you know, mm-hmm. and this, the fact that you held on to this nugget and especially as women, I think that we especially find it like romantic and like just loving when people do this and you don't have to right. say like, so my birthday's coming up. So my birthday's coming up. So, you know, my birthday's coming up in two weeks. So, you know, my birthday's coming right. up next week. So, you know, my birthday's coming up in like 
three days. Like, and it's <laughs> one of those things mm-hmm. where, like, I've always said I want a planner. Like, I need to have someone who can plan things because I'm, once I get married or once I have mm. a boyfriend, I'm done planning my birthday. I'm over it. I'm done. Sir, it is now. Figure it out. Like, because I don't want to do this anymore. I've done it for 30 something years. And, but I'm a planner. So if you're not planning, sir, the birthday is planned mm. in April and my birthday is in June. What are you doing? Like, but I also know that I have to give him grace and space to do that, you know, and it's not every single birthday, but just, you know, if there was a surprise party at some point mm. when we we're together, that would be awesome. But it's in those mm. like taking that thing off of me to be like, babe, got it this year. You, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Because, you know, that's important to me and be like, OK, so I know her birthday is really important. Let me just take it off. Or even my birthday photo shoot to be like, you know what, babe, just get your outfit ready. I got you. You know, um, but me as a woman mm-hmm. and being a control freak, mm-hmm. I have to then let him do mm-hmm. that and not try to micromanage him. So it's it's those things of knowing, knowing myself, giving him room to do the things he needs to do and not being like, so did you get this done? So did you contact this mm. person? So, you know, I want these flowers. Right. And so, you know, that like this venue is really nice or whatever. So, yeah. And like you said, Mercedes earlier, allowing him to own whatever yeah. that is and be the man in that situation yeah. and not trying to overpower him. So yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. I think it needs to be thoughtful on both hands, thoughtful enough to let him lead the situation. And then when you receive it to be thoughtful and being like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. And not right. be that person. These ain't the colors. This right. ain't, I didn't want this to happen over here. <laughs> Why the light shining through the window like this? It's a dance. Like, it's a dance. Damn, just just breathe. And we gotta enjoy. It is. We gotta dance. enjoy the dance. Like, dance. Even when we're learning a new dance together as a couple, we are stepping on each other's toes. But are we still laughing throughout yes. that process? That humor mm-hmm. that happens, we need to also incorporate Sorry, no, that no, in a practical way in our relationship. Like, okay, you didn't get the flowers that I want, but you know what? I'm gonna remember this. I'm going to remember this and I'm going to remind you that I wanted an orchid and you came with a sunflower. So, and we're going to have a good old laugh about that. So bottom line guys is to be gracious, to be courteous, to allow the other person to do what they Mm -hmm. do. And then also learn your partner. That's just what it is. If you're a man and you're not super chivalrous and you are with a woman who wants you to be, if you are willing to, because not every person is, you know, puzzle pieces match. But if this is a woman that you would like to keep, you may have to grow in those areas. And as the woman, you may Mm -hmm. have to give him grace to grow in those areas. And it's really just about being thoughtful, being present. And like Roland said, being attentive to those details and wanting those things to shine through. So, Roland, where can the people find you? Oh, well, the people can find me. Um, I'm most active on Instagram at R-O-R-O-S-L-4. So a couple of things you can catch me on right now. I was on mm. this series called King Esther. Issa Rae bought it. Uh, it's on her YouTube channel. Yes. Um, we're being considered for mm-hmm. five daytime Emmys. Come on now. Uh, for best series, best director, best writer, best actress, and best supporting actress. So that's really exciting. Um, and then the other one that I just came out with recently, it's called mm-hmm. Sauce. And it's about the Me Too Ooh. movement in the restaurant industry. Yeah. And I play uh, Chef okay. Moon, who is, ac- who is accused who has an allegation. Um, that's out right now. And if you want to dig in the crates a little bit, I want to say 2017, this came out. Okay. Um, Brooklyn Blue Sky. Uh, BET bought that, uh, what we did. 
Um, and it's a really, it's like a, mm. it's a look at millennial love in Brooklyn. I can vouch for Brooklyn Blue Sky. I have seen the entire series. It is amazing. It is on BET.com. Um, phenomenal acting by you and the rest of the cast. I was privy to be at the premiere, but um, phenomenal King Esther, phenomenal. Um, I read this script and it is just an amazing story. Amazing story. Have you yet to see Sauce? Because I'm a bad friend. But I'm going to be watching it. No, I'm, I'm going to be watching it. It's all good, girl. Yes. It's all good. Okay. It's all going to be So thank you Absolutely. so much, Sounds Roland, great. for joining us on this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, you have dropped some right. gems. Okay. We have started a course, okay, that you need to get out here and build the domain for. Uh, we have talked about it all from, you know, chivalry and what that looks like for a person who is truly living and breathing that to what it looks like in a relationship, how you can develop it, and what it looks like on a first date. So thank you so much. Your gems have definitely been received. I know that I have learned something. We will definitely be getting the men to listen up because, like, look, y'all need to listen. Right. Get these gems from your brother Roland because mm-hmm. um, he's in these streets, okay? No, yeah, yeah, so... yeah, no. <laughs> Hey, whoa, whoa, no, I'm not in not these streets. In, like, right. Like, <laughs> these How you going to do that to me? Okay, not in these single streets. He's in okay. these chivalrous right. streets, okay? okay. He knows he lives and breathes <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Okay. Let's reiterate. Okay. Just put mm-hmm. no asterisk. I appreciate I'm like, we that. need this course. <laughs> I'm going to need it. Season two. <laughs> no, you ladies gave me a course. And just thank you guys for having me. I appreciate this, mm-hmm. this time, just getting to commune in this, in this weird time where exactly. we're not able to sit. We're, we're definitely going to have you back because <laughs> we just got to the surface of things. And I feel like there's, more things that need to be discussed. Like this I, is part of this episode. Exactly. I was like, this is a whole nother episode we have exactly. in the middle of this episode. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> so we'll definitely be calling you back. I'm sure that the the listeners will want you back and want these gems, um, especially yes. as your relationship is still loading. Okay. Because we always say that we're still loading. And as it progresses and all of those things, I'm sure you'll be learning and um, loving each other. So thanks for listening, guys, to another episode of Boot Up Still Loading. Tune in for our next episode where we discuss cheaters, okay? And do they ever change? Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Boot Up Podcast and on Instagram at Boot Up Still Loading to keep the conversation going. See you guys next Friday.